Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. Um, So I'm really excited today to talk about something that I think is going to surprise you. Although it might not surprise you that much because I'm guessing you would have seen the title of this podcast before you clicked on it. I'm actually, this 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 will surprise people, I am actually quite risk averse. Okay, I am one of the most risk averse people I know. In fact, ask my friends and family. They will tell you I'm tight with money. I don't like spending money. And I like to be really, really careful with money. Now, what will probably kind of go against that that idea is the fact that I'm a professional trader. I make the bulk of my income from betting on sports. That is what I do. That That is essentially, if you had to narrow it down in a nutshell, that is exactly what I do. However, most people who would hear that would think reckless gambler, right? Probably people who don't even use Betfair probably have this image of some drunk guy, you know, kind of like, I don't know, maybe like an old pirate just throwing some gold coins in the middle of a poker table, right? So, so far removed from me, what I do, what, what I imagine most of you guys do, Hopefully you get a laugh out of that image because I, I get a laugh when people think that what I do is really risky. They're like, oh, you bounce what That's so risky. It's like, well, if you knew me, you'd know that it's not and that I'm really risk averse. And so that actually I do it in a way which is really risk averse. Now, why do I bring this up? Why is this a subject of a podcast? Why am I about to subject you to a few minutes of talking about this? Well, the thing is... I'm hoping that these techniques I use will help you be more risk averse because when you're a sports trader, your first priority should always be protecting your money, right? Protect your investment. We invest. I invest in sports. That's how I see it. That's what I do. It's the same thing as in a stock market, exactly the same, okay? And the reality is, the moment I don't feel comfortable, the moment that I'm worried about something or I don't feel prepared enough, that is the moment, the same as with stock trading, that I have to ask the question, should I get out right now or should I stay in? And most of the time, when you're feeling that way, it's because you're either not being risk averse and you're taking too many risks or you're staking what this is the most common one you're staking more money than you should be on a trade that actually yes you should get out of that situation not because it won't turn around but because of the idea that you've made a mistake in the first place by not being risk averse so there it is i don't like to take i don't like to take risks i don't like to take big risks not with my finances and so the reason I joined Betfair Trading Community originally was that I wanted to work with people in the know. I wanted to work with people like me. I wanted to be surrounded by a network of traders who knew their stuff so that we could vibe off each other, so that we should share ideas. I never dreamt how much BetfairTradingCommunity.com would hit that spot. I never dreamt how much actually people would be collaborating. People would be sharing. I mean, some of the things people share with each other is unbelievable. Look at the automation. People are building automation files for each other. This is insane. 
I got told when I started Betfair Trading Community, I got told by a reviewer in one of our first ever reviews, this won't work because no one will ever share anything or help each other. Traders just want to keep everything to themselves. People are precious about this stuff. Well, how, how untrue is that proven to be? I would love to speak to that guy because, not to have a go, I just love to have a chat with him because I never ever heard anything else from that guy after that. Um, and it, and I think I think the poor guy is a little bit embarrassed, obviously, because he was so, so wrong. But, you know, I'd, I'd always be interested to hear his thoughts. It maybe had some bad experiences before that. But, yeah, basically, the reason I'm bringing this up as well is that I get a lot of messages from people saying, Martin, what should I bet on? What should I do? Da, da, da. Right. Firstly, let's calm it down. Do you feel you're at the level you should be placing real money on trading yet? That's the first hurdle. Most people say, no, no, not really. Okay. Do more education. Do more learning. Do more courses. Study the stats. Do more testing. How many people go to mind, what should I, what strategy should I use right now? And I can give you ideas, but the reality is, most of the time, the answer I want to tell you is, why don't you test something for a bit? Why don't you find what works for you? Why don't you take your time and be patient? You know, there's a lot of rush. It seems to me there's a lot of rush. People going, coming straight in and big guns blazing, going, right, I want to make loads and loads and loads of money. That's great. That can happen in time. What can't happen is that that's going to happen overnight. And so if you're... Because what happens is people then become very risky in their trading. They're not risk of it. Do you think the person who comes in going on about how they want to make a hundred grand in the next couple of months is going to be risk averse? Do you think they're going to be sensible about their trading or do you think they're going to be stupid about their trading? I don't like using that word because I don't like saying people are being stupid, but the truth is some people are. And I think it would shock people, uh, you know, who know what I do for a living if I actually told them, well, I'm very actually very risk averse. There's a way you can bet on sports and trade on sports that can be risk averse. I just think a lot of people don't believe that. So I get a lot of people messaging me, Martin, I've tested this for two weeks. I've got 100 results. Can I go live with it? I mean, you can, right? It's your, it's your decision what you do with your money. There's no way in hell I'm going to say go for it <laughs> myself. Because you've got nowhere near enough data at that point. Um, so I think people get frustrated with, with me because I'm like, test, 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 test. But there's a reason for that. I've saved thousands of pounds, maybe hundreds of thousands of pounds because I've tested my strategies. I've paper traded them before I've put money on. I've worked out what works for me and what doesn't. And by doing that, I gave myself a solid foundation from which to trade from, okay? Not just in the sense that I had a strategy that I knew worked, but also in the sense that I was able to go, do you know what, I'm gonna trust in this strategy, even when it has a tough run, because I have done the hard work. I've worked this all out. Why do people panic in a stock market? Why is it that a stock crashes and people try and get out. Surely the worst, everyone tells you, right? Everyone who trades stocks tells you, don't get out 
when it goes down. Just hold your position. Same with housing, right? If you have a housing price crash, which apparently we're going to get in the next few years, well, if you sell your house, you're an idiot. Because we had a similar thing happen in 2008, where house prices halved. And now they're more than they ever have been by far. And it's not even been that many years. It's not like we're talking 50 years down the line. Within 10 years, that was the case, probably less, right? So it's very easy. And when people bet on the stock market, what happens is, I think why so many people exit is because two reasons. One, they've got too much money invested in the stock. So they've not been risk averse. Too much of their stake is in that stock. And two, they don't really know what they're doing. Most people who bet on stocks, it always winds me up a bit that loads of people invest in stocks and they don't really know what they're doing. They just get told, oh, invest in that. Or, oh, we'll help you out. We're a company. We'll do it for you, actually. We'll take a big fee for it, but we'll do it for you. But if you don't know the stuff yourself, if you don't know anything about stocks, as soon as it goes wrong, you're going to get the hell out of there. Because, yeah, you know the old adage, well, just stay in, blah, blah, blah. But how can you truly believe that? How can that be something you come to believe and truly understand if actually you're, you're kind of sitting there going, I know nothing about this and I'm losing money, right? Building confidence in your strategies, building confidence in your trading is actually the most important thing you can do as a Betfair trader. Because if you create a strategy, it doesn't matter how good it is, it will have a bad run. And when it has a bad run, the ability to be able to take it on the chin and carry on is what separates the good traders from the bad traders. Because the bad traders just get out. I've seen so many good strategies given up on. I can think of a couple off the top of my head right now that BetfairTradingCommunity.com members have created that I still use, that they gave up on. And if, if you want I, if you want to know what they are, because I'm not going to name and shame anyone, but if you want to know what they are, just contact info at BetfairTradingCommunity.com, title the email FAO Martin. And I'll let you know, and I'll, and I'll, I'll share that strategy with you. Um, but you've probably seen it yourself, right? If you're on the forum, you will see things like this. People have good strategies, and they have a bad run, and they give up on it. There's actually, there's one that um, no one gave up on because, well, they might have given up if they started on it, but there's one that I've been testing, which is Matt's under 2.5 goals. And I've been testing that. And it was up at one point, it was up uh, 70 points. Now it's only up 40 points. And it makes me laugh when I say only up 40 points, right? But anyway, a lot of people um, kind of messaged me and said, well, this is awful. Look what's happened. I can't believe this. And I was thinking, <laughs> one of the guys, I actually messaged him back. He wasn't a member. You could, you could tell he was just a bit of a troll. And I said to him, how many 40-point strategies have you had in the last uh, three months? And of course, you get the, the email back, none. <laughs> and it's like, well, I mean, think about it, right? If you started that strategy and you'd lost 30 points, would you have carried on with it? Would you have even bothered keeping testing it? Because you've potentially got a winning strategy here that's done really well. And, and the best example of this, if you, if you look at the horse racing strategies, when you create a good one, and because you can see all the back testing, it's really easy for you to do this. You can create one and see it yourself. And you will actually see, wow, it did have a dip here. And if I'd started here, I probably would have given up on it. 
But actually, this is a hugely profitable system. And what you should be doing in those situations is sticking with it. So I'm risk averse. There's absolutely nothing wrong. In fact, I think it's good in trading to be risk averse. I don't take risks with my money. You know, sometimes I, I test strategies for a long time. I really like to put strategies through their paces. And people get frustrated with me. Oh, mine, are you not, have you not put money on that yet? No. What's the, by the way, once you create a good strategy, as a lot of people have found on Betfair, those strategies last and last. They don't disappear. So once you've got a good strategy, why not wait? Why not? What's the point of getting in that day when you're not quite sure when you could get in in a couple of months with a lot more confidence? Because if it's a good strategy over the long term, that's where I'm looking to make my money. I'm not looking to make money tomorrow. I'm not looking to make money in a month and then that's it. I want strategies that will make me money that will take me into my retirement. Right. Again, part of the reason I do this for a living, part of my love for this game I'm creating wealth and you're all creating wealth when you bet on Betfair and become a winning trader all right guys I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and make sure you win this week I hope you have a great week and most importantly make sure you make money on Betfair <laughs>